What's happening, everyone? This is Zach Nelson. Welcome to the Wised Up podcast presented by Wyzetta Community Ed in the Wyzetta Public School District. This is the first episode, the pilot, if you will, of the Wised Up podcast. I'm joined by a very special guest today, someone that you'll surely hear again on this podcast. It's the mayor of Wyzetta Community Ed, Jody Olsen. <laughs> Jody, how are you? I'm doing well today, Zach. Thanks for that tremendous introduction. <laughs> I love being the mayor. Mayor, yeah, it's a new title for Jody. So the goal of this podcast is simple. Given the times and the nature of society right now, our goal is to help you through whatever you're going through right now, whether it's isolation, quarantine, um, could be a normal work schedule, whatever it is. Our goal is to entertain you. Along the way, we hope to give you tips on how to stay busy, how to keep your kids busy, and other ways to make this stressful time overall less stressful. We'll have guests on to talk about things for you to do, things for your kids to do, virus updates, and just fun stories in general. Our goal is to put out three podcasts a week, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and you'll be able to download these podcasts wherever podcasts are found, Apple, Spotify, on our website, wisetaschools.org slash community ed, and more. We'll put them out on social media, email. In other words, you will not be able to hide from this podcast. So, <laughs> Jody, you've been in the district, what, 33 years? 33 years. I had a four-year leave in there. I was doing some policy work, but I still count those years. 33 years as an educator. Have you ever seen anything like what's happening in the world, in our country, in our state, in our district? I haven't, Zach. I, um, as I fondly tell people when I refer to my age, I'm turning that corner to 60. And no, I, I haven't seen anything like this before. Um, I think in terms of families and schools and their relationships and how they interact with each other, this is going to be new territory. We're used to, you know, vacations that are structured. We're used to unanticipated days off, snow days, school shut down because of a gas leak or a water main break. So I think as employees of a school district and families, we're, we know that um, there are times where we can't do our standard work. Uh, but we always have an assurance that it's going to be probably a short time period before things get up and running again. Um, so no, this, I, I haven't experienced anything uh, like this in my career, nor when I was younger in school, high school, college. So it is, it's unprecedented time. I think one thing that has been the most, um, I guess, crazy about what has transpired is how fast everything has happened. You know, you go back to a week and a half, two weeks ago, and today is, you know, Friday, March 20th. And it, just to think how fast things have moved from, you know, we were living normal lives. Um, you know, this, this has been brewing for a while. You know, we saw the stories coming out of um, China and then we just it seems like those stories were on the back burner of all our news outlets for a long time and and i don't know about you i always kind of have the thought that this won't happen to us you know it's it's the classic this won't happen to me approach and and it's been it's been brewing for a while and to have it 
not only hit the United States, but kind of how rapidly things went from normal life to all of a sudden most of us are in some sort of isolation. Um, it's just, it's crazy to me. It, it is. And I think about structures, you know, starting just internally with our families and the routines we have. And then for kids getting broader, you know, they're going to the school bus, their parents are taking them to school, then they have routines at school and families have routines. Those of us who don't have children anymore, um, we have routines with the school district and community education. It could be classes. It could be we check Facebook, you know, periodically to see what new things are being offered or we know we get the catalog at this time. School districts really provide a rhythm to a community. Um, even when you're no longer affiliated with the school district um, with students. Uh, and it's the same way for employees. I often think about how I have been in a school routine for most of my life. Um, and so how internally that can, you know, I can, I've described it that I'm feeling, a, I can feel a little floaty sometimes in the past week. Like I'm, I'm kind of losing my context and my framework. And then my brain will click in and say, nope, but we have these pieces in place. So I think people are, um, I think they are feeling um, uh, maybe a little disconnected right now, but I think like with this podcast or the messages from the school district, messages from community ed, even messages from um, clinics, the dentist, um, sometimes retail stores sending messages of we're, this is what we're doing, we're here for you, that can kind of tighten us back into, okay, we're safe, things are moving forward, we need to take care of ourselves in this frame, but we'll be able to move out of it. But it's, um, it is unprecedented. And I, for me personally, I love, I love my school schedule. Even in community ed, now that I'm working 12 months a year and I don't exactly match the school schedule, it's in my bones and it really is, provides a framework for community ed and our work. Yeah, and I think most people, um, whether they admit to it or not, are creatures of habit. And, and that's just not necessarily just in schools. It's, it's most people that you, you get into a, a routine that you're comfortable with, and, and that's, that's your comfort zone. And this is definitely taking people out of their comfort zone, not to mention some fear and anxiety that's kind of crippling a lot of, a lot of areas around the country. And, and we're not going to come on here and pretend to be experts about the virus. We might try to have someone from the Minnesota Department of Health on to talk about it if there's any any relevant updates. But you know it's it's part of what's happening in, in our society right now. It's it's become part of our culture over the last week or two, whether we want it to or not. And you know, so we're gonna we're gonna address it the best we can. We're not gonna talk about um, different infection rates and, and things of that nature, but it's, it's, you know, for better or for worse, it's, it's part of our society and it's, and it could be for, for the foreseeable future. So I have a story I'd like to tell. I was watching a video last night. It was a group of people that had gotten together to kind of talk about everything that's going on and um, see if there were any ways to move forward 
um, through all this, kind of talk about more positive aspects. And one of the leaders that came on stage grew up in Taiwan. He's in his late 30s, early 40s, and he was telling the story when the uh, the SARS outbreak um, hit most of Asia. Um, he he had plans to propose to his girlfriend at the time. Uh, it was earlier in, in a week and, and he and one of his friends went and he bought a bracelet and he was gonna propose to his girlfriend on their date night that Friday. And, you know, he, he bought the bracelet, had everything ready to go. And, and then the outbreak of, of the epidemic of, of the disease started to get really bad that week. And his girlfriend, um, her her father worked in the healthcare industry, and she she didn't want to expose him to um, expose this this guy telling the story to to what was happening. So she said, you know, maybe we shouldn't hang out. And of course, he really wanted to hang out because he wanted to propose. And she convinced him, no, we shouldn't do that. So fast forward a few weeks, and um, you know, he still was was just waiting for that opportunity and they you know they couldn't be together it was tough but they got through the outbreak and everything returned back to normal he was able to propose to her and now they're you know they're still happily married and have children and just the message of him saying you know it was tough we had to make sacrifices and give up some things that we really wanted to do but it was the best thing for both of us and, and we got through it and things returned to normal and things got better. And just for me to be able to hear that story was so, so moving and so just reassuring and helped me relax and say, okay, you know, everything's going to be okay. It's going to be tough. Things, you know, might get worse before they get better, but you know, we can make it through this and, and for someone to, to, tell that story about going through something similar and, you know, saying, you know, it'll be okay. You know, it's going to be tough, but it'll be okay. Um, it was just really moving and, and really great to hear that. And, and I just really hope that, you know, people can hear stories like that and, and just know that, you know, everything, everything will be okay. One of the possibilities that we are being presented with here is making connections as organizations. So for your church, it could be a mosque, it could be a synagogue, that people are continuing to make connections that can provide reassurance, it can provide, um, you know, some stability. Uh, and I think about um, different times in our history, um, you know, the various wars, um, of, well, we haven't really had a an outbreak in the United States of this significance for probably a hundred years, but the isolation that people experienced and um, during those times and the resiliency uh, that they had to um, probably really dig deeply to tap into for um, just to, you know, come through the other side. Um, well, I, I think we should, through this podcast, through live streaming Facebook, we have a real opportunity to lower the impact of the stress that previous generations have felt um, when they have become isolated. So it is, it's a great opportunity and how quickly your brain was able to 
release some chemicals after hearing that message of reassurance. It doesn't take much time for our brains to tap into that. You know, and, and I'm not alone here in saying that I've, I've read news articles from about every source possible and um, it's, it can become overwhelming um, to just read the stories and, you know, I used to work in TV news and, and, and for better, for worse, those, those news organizations are a business and, and they, you know, they're, they write stories that people are going to read and, you know, I'm, <laughs> I'm not trying to make a, any sort of statement on how news organizations run. Um, but there's just a lot out there and it can be overwhelming. It can be, um, scary to read some of these stories. Um, so I think it's important for people to hear stories of, of, people getting through this and, and hearing positive stories. And, and the more isolated you are, the more you can kind of go into a, a dark place and a dark hole and of, of this whole virus, um, whether you have it or not. Um, so I think it's important for people to still be able to connect and, you know, thank goodness we have the technology we have today. Um, when if this virus would have hit 10 20 years ago um like some of those other ones they didn't have the means to see each other via you know facetime or or google or or whatever you know video chat service you're using they didn't have the ability to connect on social media as well and so you know as much as we are isolated we can still you know we can still be with each other through those through those means of technology and and i think that's that's important and that's that's one of our goals is how can we can we use that technology to not only connect you know people with one another but um use that technology to give people ideas and and just entertainment something to take their mind um, off everything that's going on i think it's going to be great i'm looking forward to it i'm looking forward to some of the ideas we've talked about in terms of folks that we can have on um, that can, you know, reach a wide variety of people um, with a wide variety of stages in their life, a wide variety of interests. I think the podcast is going to be a, a really helpful tool. Yeah, so that's that's kind of what we have for today for the the pilot episode of the Wised Up podcast. And I should clarify, it's Wised Up is W-A-Y-Z-E-D um, after Wyzetta. So um, on Monday, our first um, episode, our first real episode, not that this isn't a real episode, Jody, <laughs> but our first, our first real episode, we're going to have um, some members of our um, early childhood family education team in the Wyzetta Early Learning School. They're going to come on and talk about ways to talk to your children about about the coronavirus and um, it can be a delicate subject and I know a lot of parents are struggling with how to talk to them about it and how to approach that topic so um, we're going to have some guests on on Monday to talk about that and hopefully give you some insights into um, into how that process can can go and, and hopefully it will help you out but again we're going to be having a podcast um, Ideally, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, we'll post it. Try to post it at the same time so you can get in the habit of, of downloading and listening to it. Uh, Monday and Wednesday 
our our plan is to be a little more informative, a little more um, uh, structured in how we give tips and give advice for people to um, not only stay busy but to, to get through this time. And and Friday we're gonna we're gonna see <laughs> see what happens. It's gonna be a little more fun and and a little more laid back and and hopefully. Um, again, just gives you a distraction from everything that's going on. And, and again, we can all, we can all get through this together. So that's it for today. Uh, Jody, thanks for joining me. And, um, thank you all for listening to the YZ Community Ed Podcast. And we'll, we'll talk to you soon. Thanks, Eric.